everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott Jans. This is episode 68, 42 River Crossings. Trust the Trail podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. We partnered with Audible.com because they agreed to give our listeners, you, a 30-day free trial on over 180,000 audiobooks and titles. Our listeners get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail. Again, that's 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle. And when you're in your tent with nothing to do, it's a great time to listen to an audiobook. So go over to audibletrial.com forward slash trust the trail and get your free audiobook. On this episode, we share with you one heck of an exciting yet challenging adventure that will quickly give you a sense of accomplishment that will likely leave you exhausted. The Jacks Rivers Trail is located within one of the largest wilderness areas in the southeast, offering you a truer wilderness adventure of epic proportions. Especially after fording the Jacks River, 42 times within only a 17-mile stretch. Near the end of this segment, we share with you tips on how to safely ford a river, never knowing when this information just might come in handy. And on the newer side of news to share, if you want to come hang with us, just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Trust the Trail podcast and join in on the conversation. Become part of our podcast family. Yeah, very excited about our community, and thank you so much for the people that have already joined. We have a lot of shout-outs to do at the end of this podcast. So <laughs> um, so this this particular trail is epic. Uh, J- the Jacks River Trail is just a breathtakingly beautiful trail in one of the most dense wilderness areas in the southeast. It borders two states. And but it is a serious trail. Um, we're going to talk about a lot of fun that we've had on the trail. We've done it a, quite a few times. Um, it's different every time we do it <laughs> in a good way. But also you have to do your research on the trail and you have to be you on this trail. You kind of have to be prepared for the unexpected. Um, there's a lot of blowdown and the trail often gets rerouted because of flooding (laughs) yeah i mean i would say not only rerouted but also and not on purpose very difficult to find the trail at times at times so it's it's one to be very cautious on yeah uh, it really isn't to take lightly this trail is one of those trails where you know it may be a it may be a very popular and exciting trail to do but it is not to be taken lightly is very much for somebody who is wanting to take themselves to the next level and of backpacking test, for and sure. test their backpacking knowledge but knowledge it's not a day hike trail you cannot day hike this trail um you have to backpack it uh because the river crossings can become slow um they're monotonous at at, at times and the thing is is that if you go even if you stage two cars okay and you want to go and do the one-way 17-mile stretch, which is absolutely gorgeous. Um, 
the distance between the two trailheads are about 60 miles. <laughs> you actually have to go out of the wilderness, go around the wilderness. Into a different state line. Into a state, and then go back into the wilderness. And every time you go back into the wilderness, the, 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 the forest roads take anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour to get to the trailhead from the main road. So it's not just a hop, skip, and a jump from one trail head to the other. That's why when many people do this trail, and we're gonna talk a lot about this in this podcast, they do it in groups, or they do it with a partner, or they do it with friends where you can stage both cars um, overnight, and maybe all camp at a campground, and then hit the trail the next day. I mean, it. It's, it's a fabulous trail. We want to give you the details on it, but we also want to give you a, a warning of that. This is a trail that you're going to have to plan and prepare, and you're going to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> wet is an understatement. And it may not even rain. <laughs> yeah, I think the only way that you could break it up logistically into a one-day kind of gig is just doing an in and out. And I would still advise that being done for an overnight as well. Like You, you can do you parts. Segment, yeah, you, you can do a segment of the Jacks River Trail. Yeah. So on both ends of the um, the southeast and the northwest quadrants of the Cahuta Wilderness that we're going to we're gonna kind of explain to you, you can do a segment of the trail. So you can start at, at one end, do a loop, you're still going to have 18 river crossings, yeah, however. Yeah. Okay. There's no way to avoid a lot of river crossings. But we're going to really basically talk about the 17-mile stretch from one end to the other. Exactly. We'll let you guys do the homework on how you can do a segment of this trail. Um, and uh, But, again, we want to kind of preference this by saying it's not a trail to just say hey i'm just gonna go spend a weekend out there um without really doing a research on that so um so the Cahuta wilderness is just an amazing amazing wilderness area that borders georgia and tennessee um, it's considered some of the oldest mountains on the planet um, and so there's a lot of historical value in the Cahutas itself. It's the, uh, the in Georgia, it's the state's largest wilderness area. And again, it lies uh, between Georgia and Tennessee. Um, and, 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 and in the Tennessee side, it's a very small portion of the, of the wilderness area. You're really more in the Georgia side into it. But you've got two beautiful rivers. You've got the Conasauga and Jack's River. And real quickly, before we get into the trail, the Conasauga is rated one of the cleanest rivers in the country. Uh, there's all kinds of um, fish well, and, 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 and species of fish. Yeah, that they, they that's only found in the Conasauga River. Right, and it's extremely popular and well known for its snorkeling ability to be able to see all the different um, you know variables of fish. And, uh, and in both uh, areas of the Cahuta Wilderness, and by the way, Cahuta means frog, for those that were wondering. Not fish. <laughs> frog. <laughs> and, uh, um, but this whole area that makes up this trail, the Jacks River Trail, uh, is in a gorge. And that's one of the first things that you're going to find out that when you're doing your research on the Jacks River Trail, is that this is in a gorge and it is extremely, extremely uh, susceptible to flash flooding. 
Um, and you wouldn't really equate flash flooding like this in the southeast, but in this particular area, absolutely. Um, you don't want to get caught in a campsite without being able to get home. It's a, it's um, it's it is it is a gorge for sure. Um, if you're planning to hike in the Cahuta Wilderness, it's definitely a thing you have to be weather aware. Um, you've got to bring hiking poles. This is not a trail that you want to do without hiking poles for sure, because um, they help you. Uh, they help you balance when you're crossing the river and after you you've crossed it half a day and you're on your 20th river crossing <laughs> you're tired uh you, you think still have 22 to go and the thing <laughs> is people think well, it's only 17 miles it's it's only 17 it's it's an extremely long day if you were if you're going to try to do this trail all at once we don't recommend doing it at once because this is such a beautiful area it's so breathtakingly beautiful and once you get to Jack's River Falls, wait, what? You're gonna want to go skinny dipping, and you're gonna wanna, you're gonna wanna embrace one of the most beautiful waterfalls that Southeast has to offer, and that's what it's makes stunning. this trail so epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, so you want to make sure, uh, definitely be prepared. Uh, you want to look at, you want to be weather aware. You want to actually look at your shoes, what kind of shoes you're going to be wearing, because this is may, this may be one of the few times that you, you ditch your hiking boots um, and actually just put on sneakers because your shoes are going to be so soaking wet that it's not, it's not going to matter. Um, there's not a boot or trail shoe um, around that's that's going to prevent you from getting wet in fact one of the times i did it i actually wore water shoes um, yeah and i mean we've done this trail multiple times and i would say the most comfort i've ever had is wearing water shoes on this because and do the, not wear waterproof anything on this <laughs> that would be dreadfully uh, your feet would it, never dry in regard to in regard to shoes yeah um <laughs> gore-tex is out <laughs> yeah, and I'll uh, we'll kind of go over why um, wearing tennis shoes is really a kind of a preferred um, way to hike this trail. I mean, good tennis shoes, good you know, good tennis shoes with good tread on it, obviously, you know, um, because it it your your feet are just gonna get soaking wet, just completely soaking wet. Um, so the hike in of itself is really cool because. Uh, you you can kind of skirt depending on what end of the trail you start at it skirts the Bent Mackay Trail the Bent Mackay Trail is a long distance trail that starts in Georgia also it starts exactly the same place the Appalachian Trail starts but it skirts away from the Appalachian Trail then goes in into through the Cahuta Wilderness and then of course ends up in the Smoky Mountains but you can but depending on what trailhead you you start out, you'll actually cross the Benton Mackay, which is kind of cool. Um, so the trail has a lot, it, it, the trail has a lot to offer. Um, depending on what trailhead you start off, uh, you can, you're either very close to your first river crossing, or you got to hike about 9.2 miles to, before you even get to the Jacks River. Um, so kind of dep each trailhead offers its own little, you're either going to hike uphill the last 9.2 miles to get to your car, or you're going to hike downhill 9.2 miles to get to your first <laughs> river crossing. Depends. Well, I mean, I that's would why say, it's not an easy trail. It doesn't, it's not very forgiving. You know, I, you know, it's, 
it's funny because um, you, the the trail the trail itself offers almost two different variables for you because you know there's a part of it where the the trail crosses over the river eleven times in just over two and a half miles. It's just you monotonous. Actually, He's just like going through through get, the river, back you, back you, onto dry land, and then back into the river I know. and back you, on dry you land. You cross the river and you're like, oh my god! You literally walk like thirty yards, forty yards, and you're back in the river again because it's it's very windy. It's like two very windy. You got the windy river. You got the windy Jacks River Trail that just keeps intersecting with each other. Yeah, and I mean it's. If you're looking for a hike that has variables to it, that's definitely one of them. <laughs> um, not only you know do you have dry land and then river crossings, um, but it's it's really a it's almost two different stories. You have you know the southeast side and the northwest side, and one side is much easier, although it's harder to find the trail on on the easier side because of all the blowdown and the redirects, but but on the other one, you have much deeper river crossings. I mean, depending on the water levels, you're putting your you're putting your backpack over your head and walking, you know, walking with There's, it to it, keep it dry. Depending on the rainfall it's, and the amount of rainfall, it's different every trip. It is different every trip. The amount of rainfall you get in the Cajadas can be um, just overwhelming. In fact. Uh, many, many times they close the Cajadas and close that trail because, again, it's a gorge and uh, just for safety reasons. I, I remember uh, it was about four, maybe, no, I'd say about six years ago, I had to cancel. I, I, I had hikes planned after plan to go in there and I had to well, cancel we had two, all of them. We had because two back-to-back in October. It was flooded. And it was flooded out and we had to cancel both and it was so sad, but... For safety issue, and this is why, this is the main reason we talk about why it's so imperative to come prepared, not only knowing what the weather is, knowing what the trail conditions are, knowing what the water levels all are, all of that can be found, um, you know, on the local website and, and speaking to people um, about it. But, you know, this is one of those trails where you almost have to go in preparing to spend possibly a little bit more time in there you know pack pack an extra meal or two pack extra snacks um it's worth the wait um you know have time to wait it out if you find yourself in you know an ill predicament in terms of um weather or you know the river does increase and it swells and and it becomes a little bit out of your comfort zone you know you definitely want to prepare for that um because it is it is possible and there have been several people that have found themselves you know stuck on the wrong side of the the river <laughs> yeah um only because of the elevation gain and loss from one end of the river to the next and so and you can see that when you get to jack's river falls it's an 80 foot um 80 foot drop and so this water comes down uh, down on the one side and it, it can flow very quick uh, Jack's River Falls by the way is probably one of the most beautiful waterfalls I've ever seen in the southeast um, this whole trail the Jack's River Trail and the Cahutta Wilderness parts of it 
you get a sense of you're not really in the southeast. The Jacks River Falls area almost makes it feel very like you're out in Colorado. You yeah. know, very it's a it gives you a very different terrain, different feeling of of where you are. And so um, one of the reasons why we wanted to share this trail with you guys is because this is the type of trail that really makes you go, wow. It, it It's the feeling of self-accomplishment, the feeling of, man, I just did this. It, it's, it will blow you away if you want to take your backpacking um, to the next level. And uh, it's an easy trail, but yet it's a tricky trail. It's a hard trail, yet um, it's very doable. So it's got a lot of different aspects to the trail, and they change all the time. When the water is low, yeah, the only thing you have to be careful of is slipping on, on, on rocks when you cross the creek or cross the river. When the river is not low, um, you know, you're going to have to you're going to have to be smart. You're going to have to make good choices. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. so and we'll tell you our story about guiding um, a trip down the Jacks River in a second. But it, it's a it's a great trail. And I mean, I've done it a couple of times. The first time I ever did this trail, I was in I was awestruck. Um, it was before I ever moved down to uh, Georgia. And it was just I never I couldn't imagine a trail like this existing in Georgia. Well, yeah, this is exactly what I was going to say is is that it's it's almost if you find yourself when you're in the Cahuta wilderness, you find yourself feeling as though you have stepped out of the state and you have gone into an area that you didn't even know existed in this terrain. And it's so simply wilderness at its truest form that it's just you know you have so much wildlife you have so many beautiful different variables of terrain and um, elevation and it's just despite the daily crowds that you see form at Jack's you know River Falls and and, and the, some of the other trailheads it's one of those places where you can truly escape to even just for the weekend and feel as though you're on a different planet. Well, maybe not a different planet, but you've, you've truly escaped your state. Um, and not, not to mention that, uh, the Cotto wilderness, it's about a 35,000 acre, uh, piece of land that's managed by the Cotto wildlife management area. And it's a wilderness area. So it is a true, true, wilderness um where yeah they have they have about 90 miles worth of trails in the Cahada wilderness and every single one of them has a different style of trail um and the jacks river trail isn't the only trail that you're going to be fording <laughs> uh rivers and creeks on there uh, the Conasauga trail the the Hickory uh, Hickory Ridge Trail, there, and uh, the, there's some trails in the Cahadas that if you can find the trail, hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's very very little signage out there, if if any at they, all. They've tried doing better <laughs> with signage, but when I first started hiking it, I actually had a guy tell me, "Look for the gray T-shirt hanging on the tree. <laughs> That's your trail marker." You're like, oh boy. The crazy thing is, I did find the T-shirt hanging <laughs> on the tree. Um, 
And, and I have gotten turned around in the same spot so many times because it just, it, it, it always looks so different to me because it's, it's not this beautifully maintained and, you know, well-crafted trail system. It's, it's, it's maintained, but it's not tailored maintained. And so it's like, it's, you, you can easily get turned around up in there, but you can d- depending <laughs> on what trail. I mean, it's I've a, never, I've never been so stuck on a map before trying to figure out where, well, which the, direction. The I'm crazy thing up. about the Kahuta Wilderness um, is that there are sections of the wilderness area that people don't go to. There are other sections of the wilderness area that everybody goes to. Jack's River Falls is one of those areas that a lot of people go to. So it's a big swimming hole. It's a beautiful waterfall. Um, Ariane and I have been in there when it's been five degrees below zero and that waterfall has frozen solid. And it is breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah, we've been in just about every season multiple times. Yep, absolutely. Um, But the parts that aren't very popular, those are the places to go. Um, Those are the places that you're gonna really find um, the beauty of the Cajadas where you know you'll climb up um, oh my god uh, just some beautiful trails out there that you can you can go exploring in and there are multiple waterfalls up in the Cajadas you can get, you can get in a very high elevation uh, and look throughout the Cajada wilderness and I mean and just bask under waterfall probably by yourself uh, just it's very 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 beautiful um but and and it's all backpacking trails uh there is wildlife there there is bear there um so you do have to be uh you have to be aware you're going to have to hang your food bag this is one of those backpacking trips that you are going to be in the wilderness area you're going to have to let someone know your route you're going to have to plan and prepare and you're going to have to be weather aware this is a true wilderness backpacking experience that is an epic epic format would you agree i would would very strongly agree is there is there like a check mark for strongly agree yeah (laughs) check check (laughs) i don't know how to agree more (laughs) yeah so so the jacks river trail is very popular on one end of the trail yeah and that is the dally gap side that is um if you do your research on the jacks river trail there's two sections of there's two trailheads you're going to see the Dally Gap side. That is the most popular side of the Jacks River Trail. And that's where most people start. It's right out of Blue Ridge, Georgia, which is in a very beautiful area. And the Bent Mackay Trail crosses right over there in that section. You can do a loop hike. That's why. That's another reason why it's so popular. So instead of doing 42 river crossings, you can make it a, a loop and do only 18 river crossings. Right. So people do that regularly. I think we've done that probably about six times yeah. since we've started backpacking together. The other side of the Jacks River <laughs> is very is a lot less popular. It's a lot harder because you start fording the river right away Instantly. and it's deeper. Yeah. And yeah. it's harder to find the other side of the trail. And so that side, people are like, eh. I don't know. <laughs> well, because deep can become too deep if you're not weather aware. If you're and not weather aware. That is one of the 
the largest factors of keeping the crowds out from that from that section because right. it, it could be kind of intimidating for a newer backpacker. It could oh, be, absolutely. You know that side of the trail and. But it's also the side that builds your confidence and boosts your morale in a way that I've never seen. We've taken people out, which we're about to go into, and the um, the the genuine, the deep, like the accomplishment that is built in with them. It builds a lot of self confidence. It's just unbelievable to yeah. see. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Ariana and I, uh, we took. Um, we took two groups of people and we did the Jack's River Trail. Um, we we guided them in the fall. This was a fall trip. Oh that we my went. God! It was peak color. It peak was color. Absolutely gorgeous. Absolutely. And so what we did was we I had a group of people. Ariane had a group of people, and we brought our dogs. And I think there were twelve of us in total. If about I remember. twelve people. Correct. That's Somewhere correct. Around there. So the the idea was I'll start on one side. Of the, of the wilderness area. Ariane will start on the other side. 60 miles away. 60 miles away <laughs> by car, right? 17 miles away by foot. <laughs> and we were going if you to... Can get there. We were going to both start at the same time, meet at a camp area that, that we both knew, and, and meet. And the idea was... When we got the whole there, brouhaha would join together in one right. big, wonderful night of camping. That's right. And and we would do the key exchange where <laughs> I would hand, I would hand off my keys to the one group. They would hand their keys over to me. And then we would switch and we would continue on the trail and then just drive every you know each other's car. And I can tell you that it was one of the best adventures we have ever had with a group of people also the most stressful, it was stressful. Oh, <laughs> trying absolutely. to remember okay the most important the most important factor of this trip is do not forget to exchange keys otherwise right. you're right. screwed yeah yeah <laughs> yeah dude i don't know why we didn't think to like just make an, a key an additional key oh i know i like, know just we should go, have. just go to the, just in case just go to ace hardware and make keys of everyone's car but I was the most, it's funny because we just did a podcast on, you know, how to find the perfect campsite, what to do, kind of the steps in which you do it and scratch all that out the door. And the most important thing is exchange keys yeah, exchange, before you do before you drop your pack. Key. Yeah. Cause that would have been <laughs> dreadful. Um, but so we did, so we all met and there's no cell coverage we, out there. There's no, yeah. That's another thing too. You'll just, you know, use your phone to take photographs and you better put it in a waterproof bag <laughs> and use it, use it sparingly. And so what we did was we put our groups together. So, um, both of our dogs have different personalities. My dog is like, he'll do anything. Um, Ariane's dog, Caldonia, needs a, l- a little bit more babysitting, a little bit more, uh, just a little bit more babysitting, and she, she doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> I, like I hear water. The she, doesn't, in there. <laughs> she doesn't like water very much. Rodina loves it, so well, Kel likes the water only when it's up to her like paw. You know, no, if it I goes mean, if above, it, if, it, if, it, if it surpasses her paw, no, if it surpasses <laughs> her belly, she starts to be a little like she doesn't like it. Am I swimming now? I don't yeah. think I'm down for this whole swimming thing, which is funny because she's an Australian cattle dog. She's a diva. <laughs> so I don't know how she turned out that way. So we, we broke the two groups up and 
the funny thing is that I took the advanced backpackers. I took the people that we had two Marines, you know, I mean, yeah. I'd done the trail three times. I, 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 you know, we had the advanced. You group. guys had the confidence built behind you. And I took Caledonia. And I Ariane took the took larger group. The larger yet group. More inexperienced group. I actually pretty much had all the newbies. Um, anybody who had either never done an overnight or had only done one overnight, so on and so forth. And, and I took them because I, well, personally, I love, I love to teach and educate and support. And I mean, it's just kind of like innate in me. And I was like, I'm going to take everybody who needs to build their confidence. I'm going right. to, that's my, that's my goal. So and we, we killed it. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> so we we started out and the funny thing about it is that for some reason my group, I don't know what it was. Faltered, we, failed. No, we did fine. We just for some reason we we They ha- all walked into camp soaking yeah. wet. <laughs> Every single one of us fell into the river <laughs> epically. I mean, I think Erica did like a backflip. She just <laughs> She just like she was in the middle of the river, and just fell backwards, <laughs> you know, like this I mean, turtle in the it's water. It's easy. It's it is easy to do because, you know, the depth and, you know, the rocks that you're 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 forging like over. Like ice. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's caved with this like perfectly iced over moss. Not not physical ice, but yeah. So we 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 get into camp and we're all like wet. You know, and we're like, oh, man, that one side, it, it's it's going to kick your butt, man. You better be careful. And so. So, of course. So, of course, Scott has my group all kind of like fretting the next day. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, what are we? We we did so good today. What are we in <laughs> right, for? Right. And so I had to give him a pep talk before I'm we like, left the camp water's the next up, morning. The water's up to your waist. I'm telling well, actually, you. it was up to our chest in a few areas. Well, the, here's but, the thing. So, like, because we had such a hardcore group, our philosophy was just cross the river. You know, that that was our... Tuck your head and roll. Yeah, we just <laughs> just fort it. You know, just... Just go. Just go. Where Ariane's group was like, oh, I don't know. That looks like it. That's a better path. And oh, so... Oh, yeah. My my crew was you guys much act- more creative yeah. in, their, in their, you know reading the terrain and taking the best possible path with the least amount of effort <laughs> so <laughs> which i actually really thought wow i have got the most creative friends out here and they're teaching me something because i'm much more of that mentality like tuck and roll just go for it kind of look around but just just take the more adventurous path well, I f- think I learned on that trip that And the funny thing about it is that you you guys, you know, if you go from the Dally Gap side is that it's it's a lot easier to find the trails on the other side because you Well, we did get lost. Yeah. For about 25 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we came in like it was our second river crossing and that was the river crossing where you go in and then you actually have to hike in the river for yeah, like yeah, yeah. 30 yards yeah. to find the other <laughs> section of the trail it's and that's where like a lot of us biffed and just yeah. kind of like went in because the water was high. Um I mean, it was so beautiful for sure. And cold but beautiful. And they're like they're like, "Where is this trailhead?" And they looked at me I'm like, we're gonna have to just kind of 
walk it a little bit. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, but it'd been a while since I had done that by like six, seven years. And even I was going, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> it being this far, but we did. But the, the funny thing is, is like Josh and Erica had already fallen in. <laughs> so, so they're coming out wet. Erica actually ended up falling in twice. <laughs> you know, she's in, she's, a, she's in the Marines. Right. Josh is in the Marines. Her dog is like swimming on the other side yeah. already going, hey mom, when you coming over here? Right. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. <laughs> right. And Caledonia, because Caledonia does a little bit better with me because I'm a little bit more, you know, I guess, um, stern with her, I guess. So she was dog paddling and there were like a couple times I had to take the backpack off of her. <laughs> You know, because I wanted her to float away. And so <laughs> well, the, the, she was the giving current. me the look was like, I swear to everything that is holy. If you make me swim across this river again. <laughs> and then I had to try to put the pack back on her, which she didn't like. But but after a while. So we had this like we had this pretty my group had this pretty big adventure. And when we got to camp, we're like, oh, man, who? Oh, oh, man, you're going to have to. Ooh, you were kind of boy. talking it up like Ooh. it was all that. And so then we did, of course, we did the ceremonial key exchange. Right. And without so, fail. I mean, without fail, all work. No one so lost nervous. keys. <laughs> so we did that. We spent the night, had a great campfire. I mean, these campsites, by the way, in the Cahutas and along the Jacks River Trail are beautiful. And I mean, beautiful campsites. Yeah, very pristine. You're camping right along the river. You're getting your water mm -hmm. from the river. Uh, absolutely beautiful. So we had a beautiful night. Campfire. We get up the next morning, and Ariane's group is a little like, okay, here we go. <laughs> what are we in for? And I tell my group, I'm like, guys, we've already done the hard part. This is, you know, this is good. We have 18 river crossings to go, yeah. and we're done. So Ariane sits off, and <laughs> you guys never even got wet. No. No, no not really. I mean... <laughs> Not at all. We did not fall in. Not a single one of us fell in. But again, we were a lot more creative than your group. And um, every single one of my group, that we all got to the other side with perfect scores, I might add. It was, it was really, you know, but it was also one of those... We couldn't it, believe it. My group could not believe. We thought you were... You know, not telling us the truth. But yeah, no, it, I know. I know you really did think that I was being truthful with you. But um, no, it was accurate. Um, it can be done, you guys. The river crossings, 42 of them can be done without you falling in. It well, is possible. I'm sure. <laughs> I, but, you I'm know, sure. I mean, the, the, the most beautiful, the most beautiful thing to see is when you have just spent two days with somebody accomplishing things that they are pushing themselves on and they are trying to prove something to themselves or you know allow them a little bit more confidence out there or you know perhaps their skills are are basic but they're like I know I can do more I just need an opportunity to do more and when you see them come out on the other end or if you yourself come out on the other end of that whatever trail it may be it is probably the most beautiful and you know accomplishing thing to witness is having pushed your limitations having pushed your boundaries within reason 
of your backpacking skills and kind of taking it to the next level, not only for yourself, but also just in the beauty of the moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was the most exciting part for me. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the, the thing is you get a little lesson on how to ford a river. And so before we went out, we did a little, you know, kind of like, you know, okay, you guys, so when you go into the river, um, you know, you got to you gotta kind of look around to see what's going on. So some tips on how to ford a river uh, for sure. It's like, so the basic principle um, is that um, there's various different currents in any river, okay? The water moves di at different speeds. Uh, the lower layer of the river moves more slowly than the top layer, obviously. The layers next to the bottom and sides are the slowest, um, and then each subsequent layer will increase in speed. The top layer of the river is always the fastest, okay? That's always moving the fastest. That's why, you know, it, the river can take you out at the knees because well, usually the river the can less, get up to your knees. It's also the less dense aspect of it because it is exposed to the airflow, and so you that's where you're getting your your peaks in the movement of the water. Yeah, right. And for most hikers, this means your feet can have good traction on the river bottom below, but your knees will take the full brunt of the force of the current, which can knock you right over. And it happens, you know. I mean, it and it can happen on this on the Jack's River Trail, for sure, especially when it's uh, when the water's high. Um, so the one thing you wanna do is when you're crossing a river, and this goes through when you're hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, for sure, and other rivers out west, but particularly also with the Jack's River Trail when it's high, is that you need to unclip, if you're wearing, if you have a backpack, unclip the your backpack, unclip uh, the waist. The sternum straps um because if you get knocked off if you fall in um you're gonna have to get rid of your pack quickly uh, you may lose your pack but that's okay because it's better than drowning and so you don't want your pack to act as an anchor for sure and you you want to you want to let it fall off your back um it it may you may feel a little bit unbalanced when you're crossing the river but it's better to have those straps off of your of your of your body for sure um you don't want to cross a river in bare feet okay um a lot I of sharp it feels debris. like you have more traction that way i've always felt that but, but you don't know what you're stepping on. exactly and you can't see and the amount of balance that you need to be able to place your foot you know if you are off kilter you know the unknown and that's where injury can occur in ankles and that's the most frequent injury in river crossing so a lot of people out on the appalachian trail with the pacific crest trail they'll wear crocs and when they have a big river to cross they'll take their boots off they'll put their crocs on they'll cross the river and they'll dry their feet off and put their boots back on on the jacks river trail this is not an option you'll be there for four days taking <laughs> on and off your boots because the trail crosses the river that fast and so, um, in fact, I would, at, at even when we've done this trail of quite a few times, even still today, after you get to about the 20th river crossing, you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> I just got out of the river. It really does feel that way. So you, you can't do that. So in this, uh, um, in this particular trail, you're going to have to, you're going to get your feet wet. Your, your feet are going to be soaking wet the whole 
time. So you want to bring Crocs not to hike in, but you want to bring Crocs at camp. You know, you want some sandals or some Crocs or something very light to put on after you're done hiking for that day and you're at you're at camp. Um, and you want to keep your feet dry at camp for sure. Um, tie your hiking boots together or tie something together on the end of your pack. Don't use rope when crossing a river, especially the Jack's River Trail. There's no need to bring a rope unless it is you're caught in a flash flood and at that point you will not be crossing the river at all in any circumstance um you know the old myth is like well i'm gonna tie a rope to the other person that's not really advised because if the one person falls you're falling and also you, we don't need two people getting hypothermia um so you you don't want to tie yourself to another person for sure you don't want to be pulled in um if you're looking to ford as we did when we do the jacks river you scout the route first you look at okay i have to cross where am i going to get to the other side where does where's the other trail start on the other side there are often times and the jacks river trail is one of them you can't see the other side of the trail yeah yeah so you're going to have to kind of plan a route before you get in say okay i'm going to walk over here where am i stepping what's my route and in case i can't find a route where am i going to go you know, have a plan before you just start crossing in there, okay? Um, and you want to try to keep your your visual points on where you're going at all times. That's really super important because it only takes one time looking away and then you've lost where you're going to go. And yeah. then you're standing in the middle of the river not knowing where to go. <laughs> um, for everything that is holy, bring hiking poles cannot stress that enough they you... will save you so many times when you're in that river and the top water is powerful it is trying to push you over you can use your hiking poles to balance for sure and it's also a good way to kind of go in forward you know push them in in front of you to find out what kind of terrain is it am i going in a hole does it get deeper i've used my hiking pole so many times to measure the depth of the water absolutely absolutely i would I would highly advise any of these large river crossings there's you know use your hiking poles but not only use them but learn how to use them there's a way in which you hold them that will keep them attached to you and that's very important to understand yeah absolutely and you got to remember that uh when these you know rocks in a river have been there for you know hundreds of years possibly and so you have a lot of slime on these rocks and these rocks can be very, very slippery. I mean, very slippery. So you have to walk slow. You have to just walk with trepidation. And, and again, know where you're going, have a route, um, and unbuckle that uh, hip belt from your backpack and loosen those shoulder straps. So just in case you go in there, um, you know, you, you have an escape route. So, um, and again, this is the Jack's River Trail. You're gonna have to do some homework. So planning and preparing is everything is the trail worth it oh my god absolutely it is <laughs> there's no emotion it in makes that me statement. it makes me want to go right now and I do know. it this weekend oh sadly it is currently closed um right now they have had extreme flooding and the jacks river is impassable so um interesting timing on our podcast tonight but um it is one of those well worth it trails to wait out the river subsiding and going when you can. Um, by far, my favorite time to go is fall. So we've given you ample enough time to catch up to our podcast. 
book a trip down to Georgia and or up or over or let us know and we'll we'll take you out there and we will go if you're, if you're in the georgia area it will be absolutely fabulous we should absolutely do a meetup hey by the way you guys if you're thinking about uh starting a podcast and if you want some tips and how to do that uh we have a promo code on blueberry.com that is where we host the trust the trail podcast and they're willing to give you guys a one month free hosting gig with them uh just type in trust the trail in the promo code or you can go to our brand new site, <laughs> trustthetrailpodcast.com, where we have a banner in our post page, and you can click on that and get one free month of hosting. So we have a bunch of shout outs to do. I mean, crazy amount of shout outs. Well worth it. Absolutely. I'm very excited about these. Um, there you go. Okay. Uh, Big Bramer, uh, thank you so much for your kind words. Um, he said, this is an awesome podcast. Gets me through the work week and keeps me motivated to get out there and enjoy nature. I just started backpacking this year and owe a lot to this podcast for helping me get prepared. So he says, thanks, guys, but we are saying thank you. Um, that was a really, it's a very awesome um, review. So we much appreciate it. Um, Arb Shaw totally loves the podcast, and uh, he's he absolutely is very happy about it. Uh, the hosts are keep the topic fun, so I'm glad that we <laughs> glad that we can achieve that for you guys. And then Daryl Hunt, um, great way uh, to get your backpacking fix in between trips. Well, this one was one of them for sure. <laughs> Daryl, if you ever want to come out with us, absolutely. I can. I totally understand where you're coming from. These, um, these, by the way, were from iTunes. So we really super appreciate people giving us a review on iTunes. That is, that's amazing. They make our day for sure, and it's really, it's really an awesome way to help spread the love and spread the word and um we absolutely love to see that you guys are connecting and we love connecting back to you so our trusted trail podcast community on facebook uh welcome new members we have steve brock nancy maddox we have marshall banks jeremy drew faith stottlemeyer paul bart dallas clap stephen campbell we know stephen from author at stephen campbell we have rick Russell Wickland, who's been a very long-time listener. Uh, Andre Pintor, John, Gary Strong, Patrick, Brian Wu, Flynn, Britt, Paula, who uploaded a awesome photograph of her with a friend drinking coffee in the backcountry, listening to our coffee podcast. Um, so thank you so much for Paula. I'd <laughs> love to see the rendition of <laughs> how you mimicked Scott and I. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Paula, for, for uploading that. If you want to see that post, go to our Trusted Trail podcast community on Facebook. Um, it's it's awesome. And then uh, Ner, uh, Naraz, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, and Ryan uh, Fanif, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. Ryan, thank you guys. And everybody that joined our um, Trust Trail podcast group on Facebook. We really had a lot of fun with it. And thank you guys so much uh, for being part of our family, being part of our Trust Trail um, community. Yeah, um, it genuinely means so, so much to us. So and thank you. And so just a couple of housekeeping things. We now have a website called trustthetrailpodcast.com from now on this podcast has its own website 
if you click on some of the older ones on the Backpacker TV, it's going to take you right to the new website. We have a new Facebook page. We have a new uh, Instagram page. So if you want to check out the episode, uh, I guess, pictorials, uh, go to Trust the Trail on Instagram. Ariane has worked super, super hard on that, uh, and it it's really cool. She's doing such a such a great job. Again, that's our Instagram account, Trust the Trail. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Really super appreciate it. Um, I just changed the feed uh, a couple days ago, so make sure that you are getting episode 68 on Spotify iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and all the rest of them. If you're not getting that, please let me know so I can make sure that feed is working correctly. Um, and thank you guys so much for, for listening. Really super appreciate it. Beyond Ho- words. Yeah, hopefully you guys got a good uh, good visual on the Jacks River Trail. And if you ever want to come out to Georgia and hike it, let's do it. Let us know. In the meantime, <laughs> trust, trust the trail. trail. Bye, you guys.